the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. At MyPillow.com. Promo code Bruce. So I don't think it's a coincidence that the complete, utter disregard for the preciousness of life, the gift of life, is related to our degradation of life over the last 50 years with the Roe versus Wade decision. And it's very interesting to me. We had protests at the Ohio State House and at the uh, Montgomery County Courthouse over the weekend from abortion rights advocates. That is the nice way of saying those who are selfish enough that after they've made decisions that lead to them becoming pregnant, they want to penalize the baby inside them for their decision. Big crowds, angry crowds, crowds carrying signs, shouting slogans, and reflecting just how little priority we place on life. So I don't think it's a coincidence that we have nine shootings in Milwaukee, that we have an eight-year-old shot at Wineland Park in Columbus. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that we have an 18-year-old in Buffalo, New York, who grew up in an era where abortion is celebrated as women's health care, reproductive rights, choice that he grows up and thinks, eh, I'll snuff out 10 lives. I mean, after all, what is life? It's just uh, an inconvenience to those who find themselves pregnant. What I found most interesting about the protests were the signs carried by the protesters and what those signs say and how detached from reality the people are carrying those signs. Let's go to Dayton. Let's go to Dayton. The sign uh, one woman carried at the courthouse in downtown Dayton said this. It's not about babies. It's about power. It's not about babies. It's about power. Yeah. That's what you would love it to be about. Your power over the infant inside you. It is about power. It is about you maintaining the power over the child. Those of us on the pro-life side would like to return that power to the person the Constitution gives that power to. All men are created equal with access to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. See, when abortion advocates talk about Abortion, did you ever notice what they never talk about? They never talk about the child. 
Because, as John MacArthur said years and years and years ago, and it was such a great line that I bring it back now because it never goes out of style. Remember, we, we, have, we have three girls. Okay. My wife and I have three girls. And each time we had a child, we announced the birth of that child to those passing by our house with a big six, eight-foot-tall uh, cutout of a stork. Of a stork, and the stork standing there on one leg with a bundle in its mouth. And then on the bundle, you would write the weight, the length, and the name of the child. We did it for all three of our kids. Look up in the yellow pages. I think one of the companies was called Stork Visits. And it makes a cute picture. John MacArthur said years ago, you know, back when we made jokes. We don't so much anymore. Talk about the stork bringing babies. I guess this was a way for parents, what, in the 50s, when kids said, where do babies come from? Is dismiss that because it's an uncomfortable conversation having the birds and bees talk with all your kids at certain ages, particularly when you're not ready for it and they're ready for it. You just say, oh, the stork brings babies. The stork brings babies. And John MacArthur said one time, if the stork really did bring babies, well, abortion would be a much tougher sell. Because then it would be clearly obvious that you are killing a human being when you engage in an abortion. So this woman carrying the sign in Dayton, it's not about babies, it's about power. Yeah, you better believe it. You want the power to determine whether that baby lives or dies. Those of us on the pro-life side recognize that's a life. If you leave it alone, what will happen? If you don't intervene, will it become a life? Yeah, And we want to return that power to the baby. The baby has rights. You don't have rights over that child. My body, my choice. Okay, then choose better because it's not hard not to get pregnant. It's really not. I can give you a foolproof way not to get pregnant. As can anybody with a working knowledge of biology. So it's not about babies, it's about power. Yeah, yeah, and that's not a flattering reflection on you. Now, Dayton, not the only place where they are carrying signs at abortion protests that convict those carrying the signs rather than uh, those of us on the pro-life side. Uh, One of the signs carried Saturday at the pro-abortion protest at the Ohio State House read, pregnancy begins with a penis. And then in all caps, regulate that. Pregnancy begins with a penis. Regulate that. I am 100% on board with that sentiment. You, though, would want the government to regulate the male genitalia I'm not sure how, but you, ladies, have the power to regulate that with consent. Now, I know this is where the shrieks come about, oh, what about rape and incest? Again, I will not acknowledge your rantings about the exception as the rule. I just won't. It's less than 1% of cases. Yes, you can offer me an exception. Fine. Would you agree? Do you think we could get 
women to agree that abortion would go away in all 50 states except in cases of rape or incest. I mean actual rape, not the phony baloney date rape where you go out with a guy on a college campus, you both get drunk, you both end up back at one of your apartments, you sleep together, you regret it, and then that's rape. No, that's not rape. That's your stupid decisions. So pregnancy begins with a penis. Regulate that. Yes, please do. Have at it, women. Please regulate that. Because it is entirely in your power to regulate that. And then another sign Saturday at the Ohio State House, held by a pro-death, bloodthirsty abortion advocate. And the sign read, abort your local pro-life politicians. Abort your local pro-life politicians. That is a very interesting sign. That is a very interesting admission. Because what the person carrying that sign is saying by saying abort your local pro-life politicians is that she would like her local pro-life politicians, people who are engaged in politics, that's the definition of a politician, a living, breathing human being engaged in politics, she would like to abort, to kill, to end the life of a living, breathing human being. And so she says, abort your local pro-life politicians. That is almost an Agatha Christie-like end of uncertainty as to who done it type line in that you are saying, by advocating for the abortion of a pro-life politician, you are saying that you admit that abortion ends a human life. So, it's a tough sell, abortion advocates, when you can't even carry signs that don't devalue most of the arguments you are parroting out there for why you should have unbridled, unrestricted access to aborting human life, killing human life, murdering babies in the womb. Bruce Hooley Show comes to you from the PatriotSwitch.com studios. Go to PatriotSwitch.com. Click my name in the How Did You Hear About Us menu. I'll give you a call, a text. Maybe my daughter will call you. She called somebody on uh, Saturday. I think his name was Michael. Michael had nice things to say about her. We had a nice conversation. Love to have a conversation with you. Tell you how you can get intentional with your shopping dollars. Stop funding companies that fund woke agendas like Planned Parenthood. Uh, Six hundred and twenty-nine. 1,898 abortions in 2019 nationwide. Uh, What about Ohio? 20,600 performed in 2020, according to data from the Ohio Department of Health. Now, this is a decline from the 45,000 abortions that were performed in 1982. Now, why would that be a decrease of more than 50%? Since 1982. Oh, the bloodthirsty abortion people will tell you that it is because it's harder to get an abortion now. Could it be that because of advancements in science, um, 
ultrasound, 3D ultrasound, surgery and procedures that can be performed on infants in the womb to correct health problems before they are born, that we now realize more than ever advancements in critical care, in uh, NICU care. A baby's able to survive much, much younger outside the womb than they could in 1982, that mothers across the state of Ohio are realizing, and across the country and throughout the world, are realizing, that, yeah, that's a life inside me. I hope, my fondest hope, is that someday here in this country and throughout the world, we will come to view abortion as we now view slavery. A lot of educated people twisted scripture around to make slavery and racism sound like it was acceptable. It never was. It never should have been. Thankfully, that was corrected in our country by the Civil War. And I hope for a day when abortion will be viewed similarly by everyone, not as a political power item, not as an economic engine driver of so many organizations like Guttmacher Institute, Planned Parenthood, GLAD. And it's also the access to abortion. One of the things they're most afraid of with the access to abortion being restricted throughout the Midwest, which it would decidedly will be if Roe versus Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court, what you'll see is abortion freely available on the eastern seaboard and in California, Oregon, and Washington. Maybe some other states, but largely middle of the country, you're going to have to travel to go get an abortion. Which, um, if you bemoan that, and today Max Philby in the Columbus Dispatch is bemoaning that, uh, he writes a long, lengthy story under the headline, Ending Abortion Access May Widen Public Health Inequalities for Black Women and Poor Ohioans. Now, I'm a journalistic dinosaur, folks. Back in 1982, when I graduated from Ohio State with a journalism degree, it was always stressed to us that we were to present both sides of an argument. So I'm reading through uh, Max's story here in the Columbus Dispatch about abortion and about how it could exacerbate inequalities for black women and poor Ohioans. And there's not a single word or sentence or source cited in this story, which two other wokesters from the dispatch, Micah Walker and Laura Bischoff, contributed to. Not a single viewpoint from a pro-life advocate in the story. Not one. Not one. No one to refute their premise. Because, Max, call me, pal. I would suggest the alternate headline here is that ending abortion access may lessen a 5 to 1 inequality in the death of black children compared to white children, because that is the national average. Five times more black children are aborted than white children. Hello, BLM. Would that be of interest to you? I mean... Probably they're killed by some, maybe a lot, of white abortion doctors. I mean, a white guy ending the life of a black person, maybe if we put him in a police uniform, you would care. I don't know. According to Max's one-sided garbage story today, Ohio is one of 24 states that is likely to outright ban or severely restrict abortion, according to the, get the name of this organization, 
the Center for Reproductive Rights. The Center for Reproductive Rights. The Center for Reproductive Rights is pro-abortion. Isn't that an interesting name? The Center for Reproductive Rights. Let me say that I would be all about increasing reproductive rights. See, this is a lie that they feed you that abortion is a restriction of reproductive rights. Ending abortion is a restriction of reproductive rights. No, 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 no. Those of us on the pro-life side have no interest (laughs) at all in restricting your reproductive rights. We actually will stand there and cheer for you if you take that baby to term and engage in the practice of reproducing. See, that's what we want. You are not the center for reproductive rights. You are the center for the elimination of reproductive rights. Uh, Here is a quote from Dr. Allison Norris, an associate professor at Ohio State's College of Public Health. We are multiplying the challenges that they experience, talking about women who no longer will have access to abortion around the corner in Dayton, Columbus, and other communities in Ohio. We're increasing the difficulty for them to achieve a life of what they wish. We are increasing the difficulty for them to achieve a life of what they wish. No, Allison, no. Actually, no. Those of us on the pro-life side are very often people who have submitted our lives to biblical morality. And that is a life we wish for everyone because there is incredible joy in it. It's not restrictive at all. And what you will find, Allison, if you would dare to put your faith in Christ and give this a try, is that incredible joy awaits you when you live your life according to the way The Bible says to live your life morally, spiritually, relationally, in every single way. See, illicit sexual relationships that lead to unplanned pregnancies, those are the things that increase the difficulty to achieve the life you wish because women who become pregnant without being married are much more likely to enter a life of poverty. And those children who grow up in poverty are much more likely to end up in prison. So when you talk about a painful life, when you talk about a life that is less than God wants you to live, you are talking about, quite often, a life that begins with promiscuity. And don't put that on me, because I'm not out there, nor are anyone, nor, nor is anyone else on the pro-life side, encouraging women to go and get pregnant out of wedlock. We're just not. You, on the public health side, however, are encouraging that with free contraceptives and the other nonsense initiatives in which you engage. Would you ever own an abortion clinic? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.